Welcome to Estimates, the official, unofficial, officially winding That's down. <laughs> no, Mavi, okay. This is the podcast of the U.S. Census. Um, if you're listening to this now, you know that the official review period um, has begun. We're going less door-to-door. Louisiana, you did not make it to the finish line. You are the state that has kicked off the <laughs> island this year. <laughs> so sorry. Be willing to break it to you, but um, to the lower league, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tier two of states. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, I'm sorry to all the Louisiana listeners, but you should have really seen this one coming <laughs> anyway. Um, you know, moving on, um, this is our election episode, so you're gonna look forward to some great questions about elections and voting and democracy, but on that note. You know, there's presidents vying to unite and divide us. But there's one thing that um, you can't spell divide without, and that's DVD. (laughs) Um, So our senior IP um, legal property media DVD correspondent, Patrick Ho, is here to break down last week's question. And Hamilton, no, you don't know the answer. Mavi, what was last week's question about DVDs? Oh, boy. Um how many Americans have watched a DVD in the past year? Is that right? That is correct. Oh, oh I yeah. really want to know That's the answer my first to this. Time. It's my first time getting the question right. Maybe. And <laughs> Patrick, did Mavi get the answer right? Let's find out now. What was your answer? <laughs> okay, so um, I'll put it. Uh, so <laughs> Victoria said 276 million people. Tedish said 275 million people. I said 250 million people. And Mavi really wanted to agree with me. So we took the under at two, 249,999,099 people. 200, like we're talking just any instance. Of an American watching a DVD out of like the hundred three hundred and fifty million. Yes. Yeah, but we're well, counting the total number of Americans, not the total number of viewings. Gotcha. Oh, we're talking about say. Americans not viewings, because that does a whole mm-hmm. different wrinkle. Because I was I think I was proposed a different question when I was uh, <laughs> yeah, All right, well tell us your answer. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll work backwards from there. Okay. Because so obviously the methodology of how many Americans watch a DVD, it's going to be a difficult question to answer. So I try to extrapolate numbers from various sources. The first of place, of course, is the total amount of new DVD sales that happened in the year of 2020 so far. Which, mm. which, just for fun, who wants to guess what the number one selling DVD in the United States of 2020 was? 16 candles is porn included lord this is, of the rings no we're, we're talking about mainstream you know <laughs> mainstream movies. porn yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um is it it's it's got to be something that people missed in theaters um so Any bad home. boys for life it's a good guess. Sonic? <laughs> it's not bad guess. Bad Boys for Life is number six with six three thousand units sold. Wait, twenty twenty so, is a unique uh, year. Joker. Oh, good, good guess. That's also not bad, but 
time mm. to scan this top 100 list, and Joker's not even falling into the Please. 50. Oh, although Birds of um, Prey is there in the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the AOL free trial disc. <laughs> <laughs> that comes in at number seven. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, is it um the Vin Diesel movie? Uh, Bloodshot. Yes. Um, no, it's not. It's Frozen Two. If you think about oh, it. Oh, stupid! Yeah, kids, yeah. kids movies are the ones people are buying DVDs for. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you would think with Disney Plus that parents will stop buying DVDs, but no, Frozen 2 sold a total of 1,245,000 units. Wow. And if we, if we assume that most of those are families, that's like millions of people right there. That's like millions of people right there. So when, when I was brought this question, I thought the question was just how many people watch DVDs in general? I even tried to compare to if you meant Blu-rays and you said no. And I kind of, and then I was thinking, like, does this also include people who are just watching their wedding DVDs? Because that's yeah, that would, uh, yeah. or home videos. <laughs> no, well, if it's a DVD, okay. So the definition, I it wasn't my question. I'm not gonna take all the fall for it. But <laughs> what I was given by the the crowd was it has to be a DVD. It has to be advertised as a DVD. Did we I end assume, up including Blu-rays? No, you were the I one that no fought Blu-rays. against Blu-rays. <laughs> <laughs> you made a strong stance against Blu-rays, so we're not including them. Okay. Uh, I didn't know you were an originalist, Mavi. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, keep going. But so adding the top 100 DVDs sold, because that was the only list I could find in terms of units sold, there was the top 100 totals 32,152,953 units sold of DVDs. But that's only the top 100, right? We're not including used DVDs. We're not including however many of that one person who who bought the DVD of of On in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage from 1999. We're not including those people because why would that be there? Is that you? I'm I'm a big Angelina Jolie in the 90s fan. Okay. Who isn't? (laughs) So I'm taking that number and I and I want to bring it to you guys and say, so how much should we multiply that number out by? And I was about 1.5 and that includes um, all the down ballots, <laughs> DVDs and all the used DVDs that are probably sold, you know, those $5 Walmart ones of whatever, whatever. So the nut job. Of the nut job, the Bruce Willis animated film. Um, so do you do you guys agree that maybe a one point five or two? Because not everyone who buys new DVDs watches that DVD. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think the number is someone who watches one and two. Someone who watches the DVD might not watch it alone, though. Exactly. True, true. So we're trying to but take all of... these. We're taking all these factors into consideration, right? Because I have a bunch of DVDs that I have bought over the years that I still have not opened. Mm-hmm. But the more DVDs you buy, the more likely you are to watch at least one in the past year. Yes. Um, and I think the challenge is, is that a lot of people, all those sales may be going to a um, talented tenth of people, a select mm-hmm. few um, who enjoy DVDs. Yes. 
So I was thinking 1.5. I, I think on the sales. I, I think that's a fair guess right now. I wouldn't go over two and I wouldn't go under one. So 1.5 yes. is right in the middle of that. So that gives I, us. Oh, yes. I don't know. I mean, uh, entire families watch a DVD together, you know? But the same families might buy multiple DVDs. Like the sales might not correspond one to one with people. In fact, I'm sure they don't. Mm -hmm. So I think that having families buy DVDs, but also families watching multiple mm -hmm. DVDs within a year, is going to mm -hmm. even out to about a range of one to two multiplier. Now, is our multiplier also responsible for adding in the DVDs that weren't included in this? Yeah, that's why I wanted to multiply it. Oh, okay. Then I'm saying two. Need a larger multiplier. I yeah. Think. So you want you think two would be a better multiplier? Black market. Like, let's look at our show notes from the toothbrushing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> find an algorithm. Just plug it into any algorithm. Yeah, I think we need Jack for this one. <laughs> yeah. You created so, the numbers, and we need an algorithm. So, uh, so other considerations I was trying to add into this because um, there's just numbers that are not available is people who rent DVDs from the library. I'm a public library DVD holder. Oh. Also, mm -hmm. I was trying to find Redbox numbers, but Redbox is a private company, so they don't publicly file any of their information. Uh, uh, oh, but that's like, that's, yeah, that's a pretty significant boost, I would imagine. I mean, Redbox has 50% of the DVD rental market share, which, albeit, doesn't mean as much as it did in 2009. Obviously. Um, so <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, so if you, but does you have a sense then of the DVD rentals? If Redbox has 50% of them, then isn't there a general number of rentals? So once again, because Redbox is a... So, okay, if Redbox has about 50% of the market share and Netflix DVD also has 50% of the market share, um, Netflix is a publicly traded company. They had, in 2019, they said they had 2.1 million um, people who still subscribe to their DVD services. I'm one of them. And for a total of $300 million in revenue. So if we take that number out... That's about, um, that'll come out to about, that'll come out to people being on their $11 a month plan, which is about two movies a month. Now, once again, I thought this was about the total number of DVDs watched. So I would try to <laughs> do that number. But so let's say those are, was it? So, okay, so that's 2.1 million. And if that's about 50%, that means, let's say, Redbox is also. 2.1 million customers. Would you that makes yeah, and a lot of those could also be families. So we have to do some, I think a two times multiplier or a three times multiplier is in order. But then there's I also feel like overlap. That's true. Oh wow. Because that same person who bought that five dollar um nut job DVD may be also going to their local red box and getting um the um, I don't know the revenant. So I think I think that you've convinced me. The way we have to do this is find every DVD that's been watched within the past year, and then okay. find the algorithm to to get the multiplier for how many people can watch. 
have watched all those DVDs. Let's uh, let's just massage the data to make us correct. How about that? Well, that's what we normally do, Malvi, but this is the election. <laughs> we have to get the real facts. So that... <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> all right. So, so Patrick, like um, to... I, want, I, I do want to move on to, um, you know, our 2020 coverage here from the U.S. Census. Of course, um, we have to. So w- do you have a general number of DVDs watched and we can massage that data over the, the week or so? Yeah, so from my extrapolation of some of these numbers, I would put the number at about 180 million DVDs. Mm, okay. Now these, now these are also just commercial DVDs. We're not we're not necessarily adding in um, home videos or right. or sexual harassment videos. Would you say it's fair to say that this is like from new purchases and not like? Like, I have the Lord of the Rings DVDs, and I'll probably put that in once a year, and I'm sure there are some like-minded yeah. folks that have old DVDs. So that that was my calculation in trying to extrapolate the numbers from you, new units sold and trying, and people who rewatch stuff. Because there are also okay. people who just watch no DVDs in a year because they're either hermits or fully into streaming. <laughs> or they live in the year 2020, yeah. <laughs> they, may just, they may just watch a VCR. Okay, um, so so there's 180 million approximately commercial DVDs bought or rented uh, um, in 2020. DVDs, yes. Yep. And so then there's a maybe even larger number that have already been used in some, <laughs> like whether that's library or personally owned or constructed from a family's ether. Um, all right. So the worry, the next step is to look into the algorithm. So you can look forward to that um, after president is elected. Um, but we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go go now to our favorite segment, the one we do every four years, called election twenty twenty. Is it always called twenty twenty? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because we have 2020 vision on um, the numbers and trends for uh, our upcoming election. So we never what, knew that would come back to bite us in 1996. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, 1776, the original um, sense estimates episode. Um, but so what I wanted to do this time. Thank you, Patrick, by the way. What I wanted to do um, this time was we normally have a big question and a lightning round question. But there's a lot of numbers behind the election in our democracy. So I was thinking this time we all do a rapid fire question and we get a few um, different election questions going. So I'll start to give you an example. Someone give me a location. The United States of America. Oh, okay. Well, then this will be easy for you to research. <laughs> How many people will vote in the United States of America in 2020? Wow. Great question. What's our usual voter turnout? Like 50% of eligible voters? I think, Is that right? I think last year there was about um, 130 million people who voted. But last year wasn't a presidential I'm election. So, I'm so sorry. The last presidential election. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, you said 130 million? Yeah, because I think it was like a 65, like 63 number of mm. in, in terms of who voted for who. And I, I think it was slightly below average. Am I remembering right? I, I might not. Yeah, be. it was uh, people were like, so Obama's years were some of the highest turnout years um, mm, in U.S. history. And it was definitely like 
people hated both candidates, it was a lower turnout than although it, although wasn't wasn't still wasn't the Trump Clinton year also pretty high in terms of just in general. I mean, yeah, in terms of the population being bigger than mm-hmm. before, but it was just um, lower compared, than Obama's. Well, compared to like I don't know the past few decades, it wasn't an expect it, it was um, not an impressive number. All right, so um, so we pretty much have the information in front of us. Then, yeah, you just gotta do the math. Um, what do you think voter turnout is going to be like this this year? My esteemed, my esteemed uh, political commentators. It's interesting because naturally it would have been higher, um, COVID not being considered, but COVID is now a thing to keep in mind. How many people are doing it by ballot? How many people are going to fuck up? Uh, and how many votes are going to be uh, not counted and thus uh, lost in the ether? Yeah. Because how many people intend to vote? I would probably say I'm optimistic. 200 million. I think people are fired up. Both sides. Okay, so Hamilton says 200 million voters. I'm just going to take the last time it was 150 million. I'll go with 150 million, you know? I, I think I agree around 150 million. I think it's going to be roughly the same amount. Are you going to take his over or under, Patrick? I'll go with um, 100. Uh, mm, I'll go with 155, so over. Hmm. And I'll take um, a midpoint there. I'm going to go 50% of approximate U.S. people, 175. All, All right, right. Who's next? Who's got another question and a location? Right, I, got, I got a lightning round question. All right. Go for it, Mavi. Um, how many votes matter? How many American votes matter? Can you um, – is there a definition you're going to give us or are we, we defining it well, for ourselves? You know, I, I think you can work on a definition for yourself, but, you know, um, oh, uh, of course, I should clarify presidential vote. How oh, OK. OK. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Turkish votes. Like you could say that all the votes in New York don't matter because New York is going blue. Um, but on but the then, other, you can't say that all of them don't matter. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to get to that. Amount, oh, uh, OK. So time. wait. So, Mavi, what you're saying is. Like, how many votes in each state are the difference of swinging the the state, right? I think that's a very reasonable way to interpret it. Okay, yeah, because it's a very reasonable question. Okay, so, <laughs> so how many votes... Wait, so you're essentially just asking, what is the difference between the people that <laughs> Trump and Biden? Well, no, but not, also, but not that, because, like, um, Clinton won the popular vote, right? But... Um, Ooh, good votes, point. Votes don't necessarily, in Mavi's definition, matter in that sense. Ooh, interesting. Maybe every vote for the loser doesn't matter. Yeah, well, you're right. You're subtract. <laughs> the, the point is, is this is slightly harder math than I want it to be. But <laughs> Sorry, it's the lightning round. You yeah, okay. Take um, that brain into overdrive. And maybe you believe that Montana is inherently rigged. Um, it's just completely made up, and every mm-hmm. Montana vote doesn't matter. You and could also in Louisiana. I mean, yeah, I do with them. <laughs> every yeah, vote. You're just kicking them when they're down, Patrick. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a guess. in 2030, but this year they still get it. <laughs> So if you got 400 votes versus 450 votes, those last 49 votes don't matter. It's only the 401 that matters. 
if there's 800 total voters yeah if there's 800 <laughs> if there's 850 total voters yes Repeat any any math. or if all the votes in on the winning side pass the point that it needed to win don't matter and all the votes on the losing side don't matter so my true. answer is 50 <laughs> There are 50 deciding votes. There, no, no, not even. It's just however many states went for the winner. So, like, I'm going to say 30, oh, good 30 point. deciding votes. Because it's only like, OK, so so there's like New York and Texas would cancel each other out. Right. And so it would just be. the, the OK, so so basically, um, let's say Trump and um, Biden had like they each start with 200 electoral votes. And then one of them gets another 150. So you're only counting those states that were the difference in winning the Electoral College, right? Oh, yeah. And then you're only counting the tipping point state that would be... Well, Ooh. so only you one vote matters. <laughs> no, <laughs> that vote is Kevin Costner in that movie. <laughs> I think you'd have, to own, you'd have to count all the states that win up to the Electoral major, uh, Map majority. Um, mm -hmm. So you would have right. to get every state that went for the winner. So it would, I think the number would be 30 to 35. But yeah, you could argue that only one vote matters. Because um, you just need the state that wins you the electoral college. But then again, does mattering mean if you run up the score that it affects your presidency? Or just winning the election, Mavi? Winning. Ooh, well, that's a question you got to answer for yourself. Does the margin by which you won matter? Okay, well, well we, need to, we need to decide on this so that we're not all gloating about different things. <laughs> Um, well, you're all talking about the same thing. Does it matter? <laughs> um, well, I don't know if the census is equipped to answer questions of such weight um, as. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I've been looking for a big assignment. I need, I need a big collar this year, you know? Okay. Um, so, Hamilton, I don't agree with you, though, because if you count 50 votes, then you can say, but why don't the other, like the other one could have canceled it. I think it is the the, the margin you win by in each state because any of those votes could have flipped. So all those votes matter because they could have flipped to the other side. Mm. Um, so I, I think agree. it's the margin. And um, I so think the margin on votes that ultimately went for the winner. You, yes. The margin uh, on, for, uh, for states that ultimately went for the winner. For states that went for the winner that were, Swing states in or in that they were like after each candidate got their base, like Trump is, is you know, and Biden are both going to get like a certain base. So after that base of states, like the all the states they outperformed by the swing states. So I'm going to lock in right now, Mavi, because I know we have a lightning round here mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I'm going to say 10 million. 10 million votes out of 150 decided. total. All right. We got any other lightning answers? Or? Uh, I, I have 15.265. Oh, all right. You plugged it in somewhere. Mm -hmm. You had a multiplier. I turned it in, uh, into a, an Excel spreadsheet. Got 15,265,000. <laughs> okay. Wait, 15 million, you said? 265,000. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Hamilton. I'm sticking with 30. Votes. 30 total votes? I like it. I really don't think that we're on the same metric then, unless 
somehow we use different metrics, but it still ends up being the same thing. Um, Mavi, do you want to put an answer in? Oh, uh, uh, no, I want to stay above this one. <laughs> okay, not applicable. <laughs> All right, <laughs> next lightning round. Does anyone else have a question they want answered for the election? Yeah, um, I kind of... I also kind of want to pick a specific place. So I think I'm going to pick um, Bethesda, Maryland. Is that where Bethesda is? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I think it's Maryland. Okay, sure. I want to know how much political coverage a citizen of Beth- on average a day a citizen of Bethesda, Maryland consumes. Ooh, are we talking in units of time or data? I'm, or I'm talking about time. So, you know, people say like, oh, people consume um, two hours of news coverage of three mm-hmm, plus, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So I want to know how much of their media intake is about the election, both local and federal. Are, okay. Are and you saying, you, wait, if you freeze. Sorry, go ahead, Mavi. Well, I was going to say, um, if you, for example, drive past a billboard, that's that's like five seconds of coverage. That's I'll I'll count that. I'll say that's five seconds of okay. coverage. Um, if you're reading, if you laugh at a Andy Borowitz cartoon, that. <laughs> what if you laugh at it later? You like chuckle to a friend. Oh yeah, you're, yeah. You're, if it's you're, going you're, through you're, your mind a bit through your workday, you're showering and like. <laughs> Do, do memories count? What if you have memories of like 2010? <laughs> no, it has to be 2020 election coverage. If Hannity is talking about Hillary's emails again, that counts because I think that yeah. they're trying to relevant. That in, yeah. What about political arguments after seeing the billboard with your, you know, co-writers no, in the car? We're talking about consuming media. Not consuming media. Not okay. Okay. So conversational. Produced, produced by professional influencers. <laughs> <laughs> like like New York New Yorker satirist Andy Borowitz. Okay, but wait, uh, what is uh, the what is the time frame here? Is it election day, which obviously is today? Uh I I want I think we can try to do um yeah, sure. Let's yeah, let's say on election day how much of your time is consumed with with local and federal politics in Bethesda in Bethesda Maryland or Virginia whichever one it is Bethesda Maryland and this is the average person in Bethesda yes all right so I propose we forget about Bethesda and just <laughs> think about the average person because what do we know about Bethesda I don't know anything about Bethesda well they're in the southern Montgomery County of Maryland. okay they oh, they published Fallout and the Elder Scrolls. Um, they're, they're, they house the uh, Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. Oh, does okay. taking care of Donald Trump count as a uh, consuming media? I mean, if you were wrapped in the coverage, then yes. No, but I'm like, if you're the his nurse. Oh well, no, because Donald Trump himself is not inherently media. Whoa. Ooh, controversial take. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. I, I we hear we, we hear the spirit of your question. Wolf Wolf Blitzer is also from Bethesda, Maryland. Oh, Ooh. so he's probably twenty four hours. 
We can already up the average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you are a commentator, it raises the average. Ooh, good question. Actually, if you're watching two screens at once, does it count double time? So, as a as a lawyer, we can't double bill in that sense. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Patrick. Uh, also, are you paying attention just as well to both? I feel like. You're, if you're looking at half as much, you're consuming half, twice as much, you're consuming half as well. You tell me, can I cross my eyes? I'm going to try and cross my eyes. You did it. All right. <laughs> I guess that means I can divide my attention. Uh, okay, so what forms of media are we talking here? We got TV, we got radio, we got billboards, we got... Newspapers, um, print, online, podcast. We got... Dudes holding signs, people handing out flyers, people knocking on your door. Um, Those little mail you get from local candidates. What kind of days are we averaging over? Because like watching a whole debate. We're saying election day. You know, we're taking election election day day itself. itself? I'm going to say 10 hours. hours, It's going to be elevated. I'm gonna and specifically what kind of media are we looking for? It was just any political coverage? Any poli- any um coverage about the election, whether okay. local or federal. So if we're on election day. On election I think, day. Yeah, eight hours. I think it's just gonna Ooh, no six. Hours. I'm gonna average average it lower just because some people are not gonna wanna watch, but other people are gonna be watching like the screen constantly. But I mean it, Mavi, you got to move your face a little bit away from the mic. Oh, sorry. I step away. Keep it about a a fist distance. (laughs) Okay. You, Mike. You. Um, Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take, I'll take the over. I'll say 8.1 hours. Wow, 8.1. You guys realize it's a a work day, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, not a lot of people I think are not going to be doing work. I mean, I think they're going to be at work, but I don't think they're going to be doing work. Well, that that's true, but that doesn't mean they fill their time with well, election I, coverage. I, I think I mean, from, from six to twelve, you'll probably have like CNN and various other things. You'll be there will be other places. And then there's the post coverage talking about what a big deal this is. Most people tune out for that. Might and, be it. Might be well, lower also, than eight. The election probably won't be called on election nights. People will be watching for a while and they'll be like, why is this still been called? It still hasn't been called. They're not going to go to I, bed. I think for election day, we should, we should also say it's from 6 a.m. on the Tuesday to 6 a.m. on the next day's Wednesday. Okay. Oh, that makes okay. sense. Some past midnight time. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just that because, because be yeah, like last election, I believe it was called at what, 2 a.m.? It's. Not, like, I mean, it, it, uh, unless Biden wins in a landslide, or unless somebody wins in a landslide, it's. Um, I really don't think it's going to be called on election day anyway. Yeah. Ooh. If uh, if Trump refuses to uh, abdicate, does election day extend? Are we still in election <laughs> no, day? Until... It's not Groundhog Day, Mavi. <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty twenty two. Election day still hasn't ended. Trump is still in office. Technically, we haven't exited twenty twenty. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Okay. So I'm saying. Um. Okay. I'll say eight hours in one minute. I I think it's going to be about four point eight hours. <laughs> I'm bringing my answer down to six. Okay. Then I'm following you. Right, well, I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go for three. I'm going to take the lower estimate on this three. Um, and and most of that, maybe not most, but a lot of that is very ancillary, like viewing a billboard, having a flyer in your field of vision. That sort of thing. I think thing. you're all underrating um, how uh, freaky people in Bethesda are since they're in, because <laughs> they're basically belt in the beltway. Yeah. Is, is, does freakier mean more political coverage? More. Or less? They're, they're freaks. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, um, you know, it's. I guess we're far apart, although our answers are close together when you consider there's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> but um, really excited to see how tomorrow turns out. Um, moving on, um, Hamilton, do you want to ask a question? Uh, sure. How, how many ballot stuffers are out there, do you think? How many people uh, on the ground stealing people's votes, adding votes? Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to be successful to be a ballot stuffer to be counted? Do you have yes. to have stuffed at least one ballot? Not the yes, spirit. the intention is not enough. Okay. And the location, U.S.? Uh, I'm going to say in... California. Oh, and California. the whole election or just on election day? The whole season? Um, let's spread it out to the season because of the mail-in votes. The election season, how many ballot stuffers, how many people fraudulently voting by mail um, for another individual? Or, I mean, I would also say, does anyone sort of doing anything funky? Those uh, fake ballot boxes? That the Republican Party was putting up there? Yeah, you know, I saw those news articles, but reading into them, they didn't seem to actually be fake. Yeah, they just, like, weren't <laughs> official or something. Like, Which or... apparently California allows for, right? Or, or Joey, yeah. are we misinterpreting this well, news it's item? misleading. All the headlines were, like, Republican Party putting up fake ballot boxes, but it was just... I mean, okay, so, so what it is is that... Um, there are in California, there are official boxes that you can put a ballot mm-hmm. into without uh-huh. getting any kind of um, uh, like endorse like um, certification. They're just putting up more boxes, which is dangerous uh-huh. because then you can just have a bunch of people putting up boxes and like people don't know where to put their votes. For sure. But as I understood it, that was kosher under California. Election I don't law. think is so. But um, okay, so I guess this is important for our California question. <laughs> so, is anyone that puts up a box where there's successfully a ballot entered into it um, without certification a ballot stuffer? Mm-hmm. I guess it's important to know whether it's uh, <laughs> in California law, which uh, reading into it, it, it seemed to me that it was. All right. On if they're also taking people's votes, right? If they're if they're just collecting those and actually giving it to um, vote counters, is if those votes get in, yeah, but they're it was weird, but it's fine. Um, what about voting uh, on behalf of an elderly family member who is not cognizant of the fact that you voted for them? That's also does that count? Yes. I think that would outstrip um, any like uh, party machinations. Yeah, I'm going to say half a million. Half a million mm-hmm. in California? 
based on like just California. Just California. I don't think that's unreasonable. Um, I would go lower than that. I, I don't mean you know who's who's going to bother with that. What does it well, matter? I think pretty much every family How many votes count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've, okay, so we have to put all our questions together for the final one. Uh, <laughs> what is the Venn diagram um, of which is easy because it's in Bethesda so <laughs> it's just going to be the... how many DVD watchers <laughs> in Bethesda watched a wolf blitzer porno um, but yeah no I mean I just think everyone has a family member that um, has done something that is technically illegal so right there specifically with regards to election fraud? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just like, oh, yeah, my husband can't really read, but I, you know he wants to vote for Trump, so I'm just going to put it in. Um, mm. I think that happens a lot, especially with mail-in ballots. Yeah, you're probably right. Does it matter? That's a whole other episode. But I'm saying 500,000. Mm. What do you guys say? I don't think that's unreasonable. Um, I'm going to go lower and say like... Two hundred thousand. I'm at. I'm gonna stay at that range. I'm about three twenty-five <laughs> thousands and climbing. <laughs> Do you want to answer Hamilton? No, that's not for me. <laughs> All right, taking the mobby way out. I was taught well. Okay, so now everyone, um, for our final round, give me a number. 63. And any number? Avogadro's An election-themed number. number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 42069. Okay. Um, great. Hamilton, what's your number? Oh, 70. 70 is an election-themed okay. number. All our candidates are above 70. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hamilton, what's your number? 270. Okay. And I'm going to say um, 73 and a two at the end. No, you know, I'm just going to say 73. Um, and that's estimates. No, wait. And, and that's estimates. <laughs> what do you think those numbers uh, most reasonably correspond to in our election? What? <laughs> <laughs> we have 63, 70, 270, and 73. Well, Sorry, what do these numbers all mean to you for the 2020 election? In, individually? Together. What's, together. what's the unifying question around these numbers? Um, they are what did you... up to 538. Whoa, it might. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Could you repeat them? Sure. Please? 63, 70, 270, and 73. What what principle? What election related principle unites these numbers? Yes. Oh my fucking and god! And that's estimate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remember to vote if you're not doing it already, and remember to count those people, to stuff those ballots, to um, consume media in Bethesda, and um, to matter in a presidential election. Uh. Make sure to buy the DVD. Also subscribe and uh, reach out to us anytime. You know, leave a review and we'll thank you. Thanks so much for playing. That's Estimates. 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 Estimates.